Mom, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to Stories with My Muslim Mom. That was my mom saying, say the whole thing because we had to redo the intro. Uh, it, is, it is great to be back for season two of Stories with My Muslim Mom, the immigrant podcast. I am Ali Sultan, and with me as always, the fabulous, the fantastic... Mona Shamsan, the professional. <laughs> um, yeah, if you hear laughter in the background, that is going to be our first guest for season two. Before we get into it, I want to explain what we're going for here. I want uh, We want stories with my Muslim mom to be the, the immigrant po- podcast, you know. Uh, season one, we did a lot of talking about our personal journey, uh, and we shared a lot of, uh, you know, uh, we shared about... Uh, uh, what is it like for us to be in America, what it was like to be in Yemen and, and to migrate. We shared a lot of personal things, you know. Uh, and I think what we want to do uh, for season two and, and going forward is do the same thing for immigrants uh, and uh, even descendants of immigrants. Uh, Ahmed, I believe um, uh, uh, you're uh, f- second generation? No, first. First generation. I'm a first generation immigrant. Immigrant. Okay, yep. perfect. I came here. I was a baby. I mean, I was like five. Oh, you were a baby. Okay. I was like four or five, but mm-hmm. still, I'm an immigrant. I remember not speaking English. You remember like, not speaking to, English? Having to be like, oh, this is hard. These words look like ants to me. I remember that's what I was thinking. That is very funny. Ahmed, uh, by the way, is a stand-up comedian, is a colleague of mine. Thank you. Uh, we met through stand-up, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and I really enjoy watching you work. <laughs> Thank you And very much. you share a lot of perspective uh, about Somalia. Because not only did you um, uh, immigrate from Somalia when you were five, mm-hmm. you also went back. Uh, I went back, yeah. I went back when I was like 17. Seventeen. Yeah. And what, what was the uh, the occasion over there? I know. I know the occasion. <laughs> you know the occasion. But right? I, I, it's yeah. a very funny story if you want to share. Um, well, basically, my mom was like, uh, my dad died. <laughs> very funny story. Hilarious. Right? <laughs> and when he died, um, my mom got very like she was she was sad and she just was in a dark place. And then she was like, Hey, let's go on a summer vacation to England. And I was like, Oh, of course. You know, mm-hmm. you need to go see your siblings and everything. Let's have fun. And I went there, and then uh, she was like, oh, yeah, then let's go to Dubai. And then I was like, yeah, your siblings are there, too. And then we went to Dubai, and then she was like, I'm going back to California. You're going to go to stay in Somalia for, like, two years. And Did she specify that it's going to be two years? No, absolutely not. She was like, it's a week. And I was like, oh, all right. And then I just ended up day after day just staying there. Two for years, though? Almost two years of my life. You did, so does that feel like uh, doing time? That's going to be harsh. Um, well, no, because when you're doing time, <laughs> there's a reason. <laughs> when you're doing time you're like i killed this person i threw a bathtub i threw him out of a window or whatever yeah there's consequence there's a consequence to an action but this felt like it just dropped out of the sky it was worse yeah. than anything mm-hmm. man come on this is ridiculous you can't just be kidnapping people and like taking them and <laughs> leaving them in countries and and she she just w- wanted to get us out of america because she felt like it was really bad influence on us mm. and she was kind of right man she was kind of right. A lot uh, of my friends yeah. in the area are either like dead in jail or like. Okay, so yeah. let's let's back up a second. Where is in the area? San Diego. San okay. Diego is where. So I grew you're up. five. You move here San to Diego. San Diego. Yep. And how did that uh, immigrant process uh, look like for your family? It's really fuzzy to me. I just remember my dad wasn't there for the first couple of years of my life. Four so, four mm-hmm. years maybe, and he was in like Syria or Syria, Syria doing a like. 
he was I think he was like a chef okay. just trying to make enough money mm-hmm. to send to his family mm-hmm. and keep us afloat while he came over mm-hmm. and started okay. working in America. Okay, and so you came with your mom first. Yeah, I came with me and my mom as a refugee. She was pregnant. Um, yeah, but I see. I don't know all these details. These are the kind yeah, of things yeah. you hide yeah, from okay. children. You know, absolutely. You know, these are. They, they, I was four, and I I was a smart kid, so I could put together certain things, right? Mm. But a lot of it, when you're in a new country, it's it's very scary. And my mom was alone, and it was mm. very hush hush. No, 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 it's okay. This is our new home now. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything is okay. Yeah, yeah everything's okay. They want to they want to keep it okay at home. You know. So you're four or five. Yeah. You're in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Do you remember day one of being in America, or day two at least? No, it's very cloudy. I remember like being on the airplane on the way over. Mm. I remember being one of my earliest memories is flying. Mm, that's mm-hmm. fun. And I had crayons, and um, uh, my sister had really nice soft hair, and a black lady thought it was a weave. Mm. On the airplane over. She was like, uh-uh, let me touch it. And she was like, she was so nice and kind. Uh, I remember her. She had uh, long fingernails. Okay. And yeah, um, I I just remember sort of, I guess even at a young age, you sort of know things are too traumatic for you. Just like all that change in scenery and it's all that. It's a big change. It's yeah. a big change and it's a big rush. And I felt like we were getting away from something. So it was like. Do you, get, do you know the, the circumstances that made you guys move? I do. I do. Um. My father was in the Qatar military, and he was making money there, and I think my mom was in Somalia at the time, and, you know, she was coming over to Qatar, but he was making money there, and they they basically, they said, Abdi, they called him an Abdi, uh, he was walking down the, Abdi means slave, basically, uh, the Arabic version of the N-word, mm-hmm. and I was walking, or my dad was walking through, like, a an encampment, and... The guy was like, yo, Abdi, like eight times, basically. My mm-hmm. dad refused to respond to it and kept walking. And he grabbed my dad, spun him around, mm-hmm. and my dad mm-hmm. just punched him in the face. Mm-hmm. And turns out that guy was like a lieutenant. Mm-hmm. And they put him in jail, okay. stripped him oh. of his haq. And his rights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his rights. And then, uh, yeah, basically we're like, yeah, you can't work here. Mm-hmm. And then so my dad was like, we got to go to America where if they call you the N-word, yeah. You can at least do something about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah this, uh, it's a uh, common, th- uh, you know, living in Yemen, we had Somali immigrants in Yemen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like uh, Somali people are probably the most constant thing I've had in my life in Ethiopia and Yemen and London, everywhere we everywhere. go. Not Ethiopians and Ethiopians, yeah. Somali people. No, like <laughs> everywhere I went, there were Somali They were there. People. Oh, yeah, the commonality, yeah. of course. Yeah, 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 yeah And yeah. it's always been the, the same thing where they kind of all, even here, it's crazy. So I, I lived in uh, Sanaa, there were Somalis that were treated uh, poorly. Uh, and then in uh, Ethiopia, there was not as much, but there was, you know, they, they were not at the same class as Ethiopians. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're like treated. Jews, but nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> we we get banished everywhere we go. Nobody gives a shit about us. Uh, and in, in Minnesota, it's a, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a big community here. And, I mean, there's some good advancements, you know, mm-hmm. Elon Omar is... As yeah. a congresswoman, and, and there's some great things that are happening. But Absolutely. there's also the, this weird passive aggressive 
um, uh, racism that happens there. I oh, guess, yeah. Somali community. A lot of people hold these weird views. But it's like from all angles. I would understand mm-hmm. white people, but like black people too. Even black people, like, yeah. black people. Mexicans, like, everybody. Mexicans, dude, from everywhere. Asian people, because mm-hmm. they think I'm black. So it's just already over <laughs> for me. <laughs> they, they, uh, it's rough, man. That's it's okay, right. though. That's okay. <laughs> it's How okay. do you deal with it? Uh, good sense of humor, right? Yeah. Also, um, it's weird because I get another thing from Somali people mm. because I don't necessarily look like a Somali guy yeah. a lot of the time. I have long hair, yeah. and it's dreaded. Most you look like uh, just an African-American fellow. African-American fellow. Mm. I, uh, maybe half white. Who knows? You mm. know? Mm. And I get a lot of Somali people talk shit to me. Mm. Uh. In my language. It's so That's strange. So they don't think you're one of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they sit there and they, they insult me with things like that are textbook insults. Uh-huh. And they're just sitting there like, look at this loser. He's got nothing. <laughs> what kind of woman would raise me? And you're just like, are you, are you serious? Like, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> it was mostly at the cash register at Old Navy. Uh, that's funny. Predominantly when it would happen. Uh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, to back up a little bit, yeah, I'm and, sorry. And actually, no, 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 <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing really good. I love all these stories. <laughs> Thanks, Willie. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> actually take uh, give the mic to mom. Do you have any questions that you wanna yeah. ask before we proceed? Yeah, um, when you moved to San Diego, who mm-hmm. was there for you? My dad's whole family. Oh, okay. yeah, my dad's That's whole great. side of the family was already there. Mm. So uh, my aunts and uncles. So we were in a nest. It wasn't like we were alone completely. Mm-hmm. But it, it, we had to integrate into our new family, which was my whole dad's side, you know. And he has, you know, we're Somali. <laughs> That's a good side of yeah. uh, Somali community. They're always together. Yeah. When I was in India, there were Somali people. Did I tell you about this? No. We went to uh, uh, my mom's, like, cousin or something lives in India. And we were staying around with these Somali kids who look Somali. And they have Indian accents. It's the craziest <laughs> thing you've ever seen in your life, man. Little big-headed Somali kid, and he's just like, no, so it wasn't a uh, wild, man. Uh, wild. Somali yeah. people are everywhere. And it's mm. it's cool to see. I know a Somali guy who's in China. Mm. You know? Yeah, you guys are everywhere. Right? Yeah, man. We try to get it, dude. <laughs> we got to get out. Mm, do you have any other questions you want to ask? Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about uh, how was it when you went back to Somalia? It was and definitely a culture question. shock. Big mm-hmm. culture shock. You yeah. are old. I was seventeen. I was an American seventeen-year-old. Mm. Like I, I was. I grew up in California. You know, by the beach. I was a normal seventeen-year-old, and then I'm just in Somalia. And first of all, the first thing I realized: this is such a weird thing. I had to talk to my cousins about it because they knew what I was coming from. Donkeys, <laughs> like Hamad, are so much bigger than you ever think they are. Because in like uh-huh. cartoons, they're tiny, mm. like Shrek. <laughs> you, never you, know? you never saw one before. <laughs> and then you see one and you're like, oh, it's a horse, basically. That is a horse. So, it's a slow horse. Yeah, that was a big culture shock. And then just like dirt road, like poverty in a way that, but th- this is what, there's a beauty there, is that happiness exists throughout the people more than in America, I found. Mm-hmm. In America, a lot of people are depressed and grumpy and so. But over there, there's a. I remember there was a kid who lived next door to us, mm. but he lived in a little shack. Mm. This is all he had, like a tiny little room. And one day, uh, he was he was fixing his clothes in a mirror. He still had the dedication to like wake up and like brush off his clothing and get his uniform ready. And there's there's dedication and happiness there that I learned, like a simplistic. Mm. Everything's Life gonna be is okay. So simple, Life is so. simple. Just do what you're supposed to do, kind of mm. thing. There's yeah. a strong sense of community, probably th- th- more so than here. Well, I went to a place where my tribe wasn't from, 
Okay. So I was kind of on edge, and especially because I was American, mm. and we're, we're, we didn't get that sense of community in the beginning because mm. we're outsiders, mm. right? We're kids that grew up luckier than them. There's some bitterness, mm. and mm. you know what I mean? Sorry. The neighbor kids are like, yeah, they, they, they kept throwing rocks. One time they almost hit my mom when she was reading Quran, yeah. and uh, they, they throw rocks over the, you know, into the house. They, mm. Somali kids are assholes, man, but it was because they were bitter. Because you guys were coming from America, yeah, you're, uh, you had, uh, yeah, and we're like hoping to go back. We got a way yeah, out. Yeah, clearly. you got a way out, and then yeah. like they got to see you live the life they want. It's so. like a maximum security prison where you're out in two days. Mm. You know, you're like, oh, I'm about to leave in two days. Somebody's gonna stab you, man. Don't yeah. talk like that. Yeah, fair enough. And then mm. uh, were your life in danger at all being from a different tribe within that tribe? In a way, but not not anything that that's really that's that's remnants of what made us leave. Right, it's been twenty something years since it all, maybe thirty even since everything popped off, mm. and even before that, things were tense. But now it's more of like getting past that. I feel like mm. it, like and when you say popped off, what are we talking about? Tribal wars. Tribal warfare. Mm. Yeah, where every like the question, where are you? Like, who are you? Mm-hmm. Was an inch away from your death. Mm. Where you go, I this person's my dad, and they go, mm. cool, bang. And they just yeah. leave you out to. But drive. now it's kind of it's getting. Now it's very much like maybe there's like uh, there. The worst I got was like, "Hey man, don't tell people that." Okay. Because you know it's funny. Man, there's a doctor that uh, my girlfriend works with. He's uh, Somali, but he talks about Somalia in the '80s. He goes, "People don't even wear hijabs." There was like yeah. a liberal era. In yeah, Somalia. the disco. Pop. Have you seen it? It looks like everybody's got like bass guitars and afros. And really, the people are like doing funky, disco. Dude. Yeah, yeah, it's sick. Yeah. But then, even uh, in like I see pictures of like sometimes of my uncle and stuff like that. Everybody had yeah. a fro. Oh, in the it was everywhere. It was even other Arabian country. Yeah, yeah. There was like then a liberal they, uh, wave. No. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like you know those pictures of like Iran in the seventies mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and stuff like that, where it, mm. you know they they show that was before the Islamic. Yeah. Take over, ah, you know, so took over. Was, so well, that's why things when, changed. When when did that happen? When did the Islamists take over? Uh, and who are the Islamists? Seventies, eighties, uh, late 1780s, yeah. Uh, into the eighties, and who are these people? Al-Khwan Muslimin. Al-Khwan the Muslim Brotherhood. They came Muslim from brothers. Egypt, though, right? Yeah, ah. Egypt. So they started in Egypt. Uh, I guess so. I think I there was believe, an Egyptian yeah. guy that yeah. came to. I I remember what I think Killer Mike was talking about this a while back. He was there was an Egypt guy that came, he was fleeing from Egypt uh-huh. and he came to like Tennessee or somewhere in America yeah. and he he was so disgusted by Western culture mm-hmm. that he's like the father of uh, like terrorism as we know it. Like oh he went back wow! And like but that's kind of scary. Where like an ideology can spread that quick, you know? You think about like the. Uh, late 70s, early 80s, mm-hmm. uh, until now, that's 30 years, In right? In a way, it feels like like we are going backward. We're yeah. going backward. Yeah. Regressive. Uh-huh. Then wouldn't it be a fair fear of Americans when they're afraid of things, when they say, like, Shari Allah and all that stuff there, when they're worried about ideologies? No, it's shrinking. It's, it's not shrinking. Yeah. yeah. It's not... Before, people... They want to do this. They love them, and then yeah, yeah. they have more, they, more, they more and more people. Mm-hmm. But right now, no, everybody, nobody wants them to be on, mm. you know, on top. Mm. As, you c- I, I, as, as you can see in Egypt, you know yeah. what happened for Morsi. Yeah. Yeah, they fight. Everybody's fight, even the people. Uh, can you explain mm. to the people that don't know what that means? 
the Muslim uh, the Brotherhood. Uh, Brotherhood Party uh, in uh, in Egypt in Egypt was able to he, he win the election and then uh, problem start people was against them because their their agenda is to serve their brotherhood you know not the people not the people their I, I don't completely agree with this but uh, their people are always afraid in, uh, in Yemen anywhere if if those brotherhood came into the top, I mean the government, you know, the leader uh, as the president, they never leave the. Okay, we, they will become. Uh, let's see, uh, Morsi will uh, was elected by people, okay, but when when it's time to another election for re-election, people leave. They're not gonna leave the. Uh, uh, the, the opportunity, uh, yeah, they're gonna. So you're saying once they're in power, people are afraid that they'll never leave power, which is mm. kind of what all is going to happen. It's the track record, yeah. yeah. In African politics, whenever somebody gets power, they never leave. It. It. It's, 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 it's so hard. Like yeah, yeah. I don't know why they, they think. Yeah. I don't know why they think uh, Islamic. Or they do this. We we already do, we have this going for while more than. 40 years, 40 years, you know. Yeah, yeah. 100%. That's very interesting. Uh, yeah, I didn't uh, I know that uh, that was just the Islamist, uh, the brotherhood that kind of changed the dynamic of the Middle East and East it Africa. changed so the dynamic crazy. of the entire country, man. So like and you know like what? They support each other. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh, the brotherhood. The brotherhood if in, uh, in Yemen, in in uh, Egypt, in mm -hmm. Syria, everywhere. They support each other, mm -hmm. you know? That's the... Uh, it's part of this. What, uh, do you the know? fear. Hmm. Do you know? Do we? Does anyone know the? So you said there's someone who came in America was discussing. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to Google the name. Yeah, well, but it was, well, it was yeah, definitely yeah. Well, an well, Egyptian well, yeah, like sure. well, a well, guy who's yeah. Yeah, mm. uh, we'll um, get back to your story. So right. what? What? What would you say was the most beautiful part of Somalia and the worst part of it? The worst part is being there against your will. Number one, that's <laughs> that's the truth. The truth is, I I, I couldn't enjoy that place for mm -hmm. the beauty it represented to me. And you know me when I talk about Somalia and my like my culture, I love it. I love you know my my lineage, my family. I'm very interested in it. But I was put there against my will. I didn't want to be there at the mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm. and it it soured the place for me. And I was also a teenager, mm -hmm. which oh my god, you're just so mad the whole time. You're just <laughs> yeah. like ah. I, so I, I wasn't in a place to be accepting of the gift that I had, yeah. which is my yeah, home country. It's, again, it's you your. In, you wasn't planning to go. Yeah, be of there. course. I know families from Yemen. Mm -hmm. They did the same thing over there. Yeah. You know, they, it's, it's never like a good kidnapping. Thing. You know, it's a hundred percent. It's yeah. not Shocked. like. <laughs> it's yeah, shock. you've been it's there. It's the same you, trauma. Like, it, it seems it's like you're in a jail. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's jail. It's the definition. Of and they, the thing is, the lie. If you tell me, hey. Ahmed, we're going to go to Somalia mm. for two years, mm -hmm. right? Mm. And I get to pick which two years, mm -hmm. right? I go, okay, fine. Let me, let me get out of high school. Let me, you know, get out of college. Oh, you were even. in middle school, huh? I was, I I was in 11th grade. <laughs> <laughs> I was failing 11th grade. <laughs> or maybe 10th grade. And uh, I wasn't going to go to 11th. Maybe uh, something like this. And uh, my mom was just like... That's your teenage life. Yeah, that's, it was my teenage that's life. That's a scary one for oh the family, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't tell you the amount of, like, stress and, like, it was, it was such, it was so fearful, man. I was so afraid. 
Mm. You said you were having nightmares over there. Oh yeah, I was having like insomnia, nightmares, and stuff. Like I would, I would tell them, and they'd be like, "Ah, oh, it's Shaitan. Don't worry about it's it. The devil. It's the devil." And I'm like, "No, no, no. I, I have trauma. <laughs> I, I wake up at night and I, and I can't feel my body, and something's screaming in my head. <laughs> I have night terrors. No, no, no. It's Shaitan. Don't worry. Right it's, we'll read the Quran. Don't worry. It's, Is it still happening? Or it's oh no, no. It's all good. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's fine now. So I, I sleep great. And the, and so that would you say? That's what sour the experience. Yes, that's if what. It's if you when you sour. think back to it, like I think back to Ethiopia, <laughs> and I go, oh, I would have enjoyed this and this and that. Yeah. But now as an adult, when I'm not like soured about it, mm-hmm. too. So what's what would you what do you reminisce about about Somalia that you're like, oh, that was that was great. If I if I could plan the ideal trip to Somalia, I would go to like you know Mogadishu. What's Mogadishu like? Mogadishu, I don't know, dude. I stayed oh. inside for two years because I was scared to be. Uh, I mean, I hung around. I was in Hergesa. Uh, I was in uh, I was in a place called Somaliland, and mm. it was it was outside of where my parents grew up. It uh-huh. wasn't the area. Mm. I would love to go see where my dad grew up, where my mm. mom grew up. Mogadishu is like kind of like a beach town. Mm. I'd like to go there, right? Mm. It's like a city center kind of thing, mm. and uh, no. I haven't. Uh, we we have property there. It's just not fixed up. I think within my lifetime I'll go back, mm. but on my own terms. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. did you go to school while uh, we had tutors, and mm. we used to go to Duxi, but that wasn't gonna work. What's Duxi? Madrasa. Oh. It's our, it's like our word uh, for Madrasa. School. For Quran yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But then you know, African, they try to hit you with pipes and shit. Of course. And I was just like, nah, man, <laughs> you better not try that, dude. <laughs> like, we're not having that, man. I'm, I if I'm San Diego, so, dude, you better not put your hands on me. You're uh, not even my like. You're, we're not even related. I just came here. You're going to try to hit me first day of school? Dude, uh, no way. That's funny. No way. No warning, nothing? Just a pipe, though. <laughs> just just a, a hollow. And then, um, so when did you make the transition from, um, oh, let's, uh, how did you, when was the day you found out you're coming back? And how I don't even remember, man. It's just a blur at that point. Cause you, was, you don't was remember? A was it a call? Was it a... It was a, it was a text. I got it. <laughs> I got you an got email. Text, email. No, my mom was there. The way I came back was so honestly big ups to me. Pretty slick on my part, because I knew that my mom was willing to do whatever it took mm-hmm. to keep me from going back to America. Mm-hmm. At that point, she was just oh. in a place in her head, right? But yeah. then after a couple of years, she sort of cooled off, and I was yeah. like, ah. Well, she also just lost her husband, right? Of course, yeah. of course. There's all these things happened to her that were mm. extraneous, and. The thing is, like, like from the beginning of the story, she was here f- because my dad was like, go to America, we'll mm. build a life together. Mm. And then when my dad died, mm. she was like, what, what's the reason I'm here? Yeah, her scary. tether, her entire anchor, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. her world was shaken. Mm-hmm. I can understand why mm. she did it, and I sympathize with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I forgot. <laughs> you, emailed, you emailed her? No, uh, she, that, was, that was a joke. Uh, she, we were in Somalia together. She came okay. sometime, like, like... A uh, year and a half okay. into those two years, mm-hmm. she came and we stayed another six months together. Uh, okay, that's when the kid threw the rock and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's yeah. when he almost hit okay. my mom that and stuff. Sense. No, but they, and then um, I was like, we'll go to South Africa. Like we did a lot of traveling beforehand because she wanted me to go to business school in South Africa, mm-hmm. medical school in China, okay. or somewhere university <laughs> in India. She didn't want me anywhere near America. Okay, mm. and. I think that was just her fear, just because my dad died here, mm. or not not here. He just he he died in Kenya, but he was diagnosed here and everything. Yeah. So she was like, "We're not going back there," because she mm. didn't want to. Bad know, things happen there. Right? Bad things happen there, kind of thing. So she 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 had all that in her head, and then I missed the deadline for the school in uh, mm. in um, China. No, <laughs> South Africa. South Africa. 
China medical school. I was like, get out of here. Are you crazy? <laughs> that has to grow. Why would I? First of all, don't want to be. Yeah, exactly. We're not having that. I was failing 10th grade in San Diego. I'm not acing China medical school. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> right? And then, and then India, I'd missed the deadline for the business school. Mm. So I was like, mom, we got no choice. I got a passport. You know, let's go to mini. I knew because my aunts and uncles were here from her side. Mm. Her like cousins and stuff mm. were here, and I was like, you, you know, there's a lot of Somali people there because I knew she wanted uh, a new tether uh-huh. and a place that had a you know a Muslim you know mm. base. Yeah. And I was like, well, dude, there's a lot of Somali people yeah, here. Yeah, Also, it was your idea to come here. It was my idea. I That's flexed crazy. it. Crazy. I'm a genius. Nice. I'm a genius. And is it worth it? I oh yeah. <laughs> I get to talk into a microphone, dude. That's so you do stand up. What's uh, um, I, I don't I, I don't want to touch a lot on stand up. Mm. Oh yeah, please. Uh, don't. But I do want to. I would ask you. No, you're a great stand up. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I would ask you this. What is your mom or your family reaction towards you doing stand up? Okay. Well, there's only like three. Comic comedians from Somalia, I would imagine, that are like actually like doing it. Yeah, I haven't met one. I mean, there's Abdi, Prince Abdi. He's he, but he's in like England. He's in England from America. Really, it's just you and Dana Ali. Dana Ali and like, well, I know a lot of Somaliwood dudes. Yeah, you know, you you know, Somaliwood is no, it's like Bollywood, Uh, but from Somali people. Like they they make skits, YouTube videos. Okay, okay, you know, for Somali people, but not really stand ups. No. Maybe they do Somali stand-up. Maybe they sell out In venues. Somalia? No. In here? In here. Mm. Maybe they do it, but I don't know. I kn- sure. For sure, I know. Cause You're one of a kind. Hopefully. Right? And so what is the, what's the family? Uh, who's your family here? Your mom, my sisters? Mom, sisters, my cousins, mm-hmm. aunts, uncles. I got it all, man. I'm Somali. Everywhere I go. Anyone uh, see you do stand-up live? No. No, no. I keep that part. I just, I, you know. Keep it separate. Because it's work to me. I, I like to get busy. I like mm. to... But like they know to, you do it. Yeah, of course. They never asked right. to come out and stuff? Uh, in the beginning, they did because it's just new. But I was mm-hmm. like, I even then, I was aware. I was like, I'm not good enough to be, you know. They're going to tell me to quit if they see me <laughs> like this. <laughs> 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 so I was like, I got I to gotta get, get good. good and then now it's just like, now it's a ch- Like, I got to I gotta think about the stuff I'm going to do. And I, mm-hmm. I don't... I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm like host slash comedian for like the crowd, and mm, then I yeah. got to be like, "Are you guys okay? What's yeah, going yeah. on?" You know. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And your mom is cool with it. Yeah, she's cool. She doesn't know to the extent that I'm like kind of a comedian. Okay. Like I'm, I'm, I hit mics. I get paid to do this sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She has no, she has no concept of that. She thinks it's just like a pipe dream that mm. I just like go out and like, it's like <laughs> a hobby, knock on doors and go. You want to hear some jokes? And do you think? Uh, being an immigrant influenced you to be a comic at all or no man that would be the opposite of like just because if you're an immigrant you need to get to like it, i had to fight a lot of that just to do stand up because mm. mm-hmm. it's like a lot of you know rushing kind of mentality like hey we brought you here for right. a future kind of thing and it's like i understand that but like this is how i achieve it mm. i had to i had to strip myself of convention because mm. a lot of somali people you know go to business school Get a nursing degree. You got to do something yeah. legit yeah. and quick and, like, f- bust your ass in high school. Engineer, Like, both my cousins are engineers. Mm. That One of them lives here. Another one lives. Like, a lot of my cousins are very intelligent and successful mm-hmm. in their grades. You took the artistic route. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I figured I was like, there's a place for it. Yeah. I agree with you. You know. Okay. Well, we'll take it back to mom. Mom. Mm-hmm. 
Any other questions you had prepared for Ahmed that you would like to ask? How about your sibling? Where are they? Are they a younger? Yeah, or? I have two younger sisters, and uh, one of them's uh, one of them's very steadfast, and she's 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 on like the dean's list at the U of M or something. She's, she's a good sibling. Very sm- smart and very hardworking, mm-hmm. and the other one's like she's very artistic. I can mm-hmm. tell, and I I need to know what her thing is, and I think it's it's fashion. She's always been like a very She's got a good eye for design and uh, decorating, so I hope the best for her. But I know the other one's going to be fine. Mm. Mm. They both grew up to be great women. They've never been sent to uh, Oh, no. My no. little sister was with me. Uh, my, oh. my, ba- my younger sister was with me, but I think she knew the whole time. So uh, she was okay. prepared for whatever happened. Mm-hmm. Me, I, I was blindsided, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other questions, Mom? Do we end on a bad note like that? Uh, no, <laughs> the time no, not, is at over. All, not at all. Greg, any questions that you are interested in that you would like to ask uh, Ahmed so while we have him? When you're talking about her keeping you there, yeah, like it was just to keep you from being in America and the influence of America? Is I don't know, man. I don't know. It sounds I, like a trauma I think, thing. I she think, that's the I think it was just like because yeah. she wanted to get her degree, but she didn't want me to. I think she just – she was she had made a ton of mistakes, man. Yeah, she okay. was shocked it, and yeah. grieving and – it was just imp- that leads you to be more impulsive, yeah, you know sure. what I mean, and just like. Well, it's a in, a, in, our, in some certain certain cultures, like even some Yemeni people think it's a good idea to leave your kid and back home. Yeah. That way, they can you know have their values and traditions. Yeah, but that's only if I want to see. <laughs> you don't kidnap me. No, no, for sure. I'm not saying it's right, but I know that's what I'm saying. It's not a strange concept mm-hmm. to, that your mom did that. It is not a strange concept, but it, it's a flawed one. That's just because yeah. it's like, what, what are you doing to the person? It's horrible, horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's I've humiliating, seen, yeah, man. Dehumanizing. I've seen people get ruined for it. Yeah, and also you don't want to take American kids to. Third world country. They yeah, get just bullied. drop them <laughs> <them> off, right? <laughs> no, dude, I, dude, I bullied kids. That they was one or the other, right? <laughs> Either I go like, oh, I'm sorry, or I go, no, dude, I drink American milk for <laughs> all my life. I'm gonna break you in half, Somali boy. <laughs> Die, dude. Uh, <laughs> I got serious out there, man. Uh, okay, all, all right. right. On I'm that sorry. positive note, <laughs> on that positive violent note, uh, uh, <laughs> Ahmed, uh, what's your Insta, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Ahmed Kalaf. A H M E D K H A L A F, uh, Instagram Somalian S O M O L L Y A N, Acme March nineteenth through the twenty third. That's where you'll find me. What's okay, up? amazing, awesome. Plug. And I am actually gonna be recording my debut album uh, at Sisyphus Brewing on uh, February twenty second and twenty third. I would love to see you there. If you're I'm doing a guess it, you're doing a guess it. Ahmed is gonna be there too. Um, and uh, if you, as always, if you like what you hear, we would love the feedback. We would love your support. Share, rate us on iTunes. Do all the things that make us know that we're doing a good job. As always, I've been Ali Sultan. Uh, and this is Stories with My Muslim Mom. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>